0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio.
1: The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent
0: Jenna. Yes. Welcome to Stop Stopping Yourself. I am your host, Vincent Jenna. And this is a show where we dive deep in to reveal and bring to the surface any of those blocks, any of those things that sabotaging the, the unknown elements that are going on within you that are keeping you from creating the life and fulfilling the dreams that you desire and deserve. That's what this show is about, and each week we have different topics that we talk about uh, to be able to reach those places and goals. And today is a very special day. I told you, I said that I will be bringing in some of the most special guests and people and experts and luminaries to also help inspire and to give information. We all speak and give information in a different way. It's what makes us so unique and wonderful. It's why there can be a million and one books out there on a very similar topic, because each author, each speaker, each luminary comes to it from a different path. And so today I have as similar as the information is that I know about this person and it, so many topics we uh, think and and are on the same path with uh, though she does it a lot prettier than I do um, so we're going to be bringing on dr. Aaron Haskell in just a moment but what I want to share with everybody is, When you're taking your journey in life and you start on a spiritual path, I have to tell you, you open up the door to wonderment. You really do. There's so many fabulous things that go on with your control and without your control and it's all about manifesting but we manifest 24 7 we manifest consciously we manifest unconsciously we manifest what we want we manifest what we don't want don't want i just had a master class here on unity radio for four weeks about manifesting and creating a miracle and so many of you experienced your little miracles it was fabulous But the other side of that is when you manifest... What you don't know that you're manifesting, and one of those wonderful, delightful things is when new people come into your life, when you are connected with with different people, and that is part of your manifesting. Because once you open up that channel, and once you start taking the correct steps or the higher steps in manifesting, you bring the most fabulous things into your life, including people. And I'm saying. Saying that as a preface, because of the person that I'm about ready to introduce you to, has been one of those people for me in just meeting her. I had the, the privilege and honor to be on her television show, Good Morning La La Land, which we'll talk about, that she created and is the executive producer and the host of... And I was linked and connected with her, and was on that show and just in meeting well the three of them the host uh, um all of them are just fabulous there's there's dr Erin, there's Rob and jeslin, and such beautiful people but dr Aaron here I just connected with on a different level and and just knowing her validates my own feelings about myself, which is amazing because she's a light and she is doing such incredible things in the world. And like I said earlier, you're going to hear a lot of similarities in what we try to do. So without further ado, please let me introduce you to this very special person. So, so Dr. Aaron Fall Haskell. She's a doctor of divinity. That's that's the first thing. And like I said, she created and is the executive producer and the host of Good Morning La La Land, which is um, uh, airs. It's one of the first the first uh, programs to be able to stream live. Daily talk that focuses on good news inspiration, and positivity okay uh, so that that's part of what she has done she's a new thought minister a best selling author international speaker, also the creator and founder of and i'm I'm trying to make sure that I say this correctly is Solciete. um she'll correct me if I'm wrong, but we'll see she was even um Named by Forbes as one of the 11 most inspirational female entrepreneurs to follow on Instagram. So if you're not following her right now, you will be by the end of this show. Been on NBC, ABC, Fox, HBO, Fortune, CBS, MTV, Huffington Post. Oh, my goodness. Just one special person, ladies and gentlemen. I'd love to introduce you to Dr. Erin Haskell. Thank you so much for joining us today and taking the time out of your busy schedule. Welcome.
1: Dun, da, da, da. I'm so proud. What a great intro, Vincent. You're <laughs> a you're a master. Master of consciousness. Uh, I enjoyed oh. you so much on the show, Vincent. I mean, you you walk in a room and you're like, okay, I'll have what he's having. Like it's, just clear, like you, you come in and you know what I love about you is that I love spiritual leaders that are, have gone past the point of renouncing everything and have come back and gone, this is a fun playground here. Let's have some fun and let's uh, be totally self-expressed. And that's what you are to me. You're this wow. expressed, amazing, gorgeous, conscious spirit in this playground called life.
0: Do you see right now why I love Dr. Erin Haskell? My wife doesn't even tell me those things. So.
1: <laughs> but that's
0: okay. She's not supposed to tell me those things. Not after all of this time anyway. Thank you for that. Thank you for acknowledging that. But but isn't it correct when I say when you start on a higher path, a high vibrational path, that's what you're going to attract in your life. That's what you're going to come across. You're going to meet those people. You're going to connect with those people. Am I right or am I wrong with that?
1: Oh man. You know, I remember years ago thinking, okay, I'm going to have the spiritual practice of no complaining. And I remember almost every single person in my life, that's how we bonded. We'd sit around and complain and we didn't think it was complaining, but we would just evaluate life and think about life and da da da. And it was very disempowering. And when I got really clear of being committed to my spiritual practice, being committed to focusing on what I do want instead of what I don't want and getting clear. Like some people just had to naturally kind of go out of my life. And these amazing, miraculous, incredible badasses have showed up in my life. And yes, it's a complete mental equivalent of what's going on in our consciousness and what we're embodying for sure. And you're one of those gifts for me. Same
0: with
1: with Steve Allen at, you know, Steve Allen PR, love him as well. All of you guys are amazing. Unity, all of everybody, Lisa Gar, everybody.
0: Right. Right. Well, well, that's exactly how I feel about you. So, so let's get to it. Okay. So you were born amazing, right? I mean, everything, (laughs) as soon as you came out of mom, you were perfect. You had all of this intention, but How did you really get here? What were your starts? Everybody is always asking me, you know, how did you start? Was there an angel sitting at the end of the bed? Uh, Uh, Did Jesus appear to you?
1: Great question. Okay, so I love this question. First of all, you know, I was one. was possessed <laughs> i'm not gonna lie because i was like there's all these people in my room there's these things and she was like this little girl is is she's got like something's wrong with her so she's like tell them to go away i didn't realize like i was a little girl i didn't know any better it wasn't until later that i realized that I, I have deities around me as a little girl right and um deity tara was with me when i was a little girl all these things and i shut all my abilities all my intuitive factors all my gifts down dumbed it down and kind of grew up and and in Southern Cal, very dysfunctional, like just, you know, just the chaos of Southern Cal. And, you know, you, it wasn't until I was 22 and I had, my story is that I had a stillborn son. I was 22. I was full-term pregnancy. I was in nursing school and I, my baby died inside of me and I had to go give birth to his body. And I was the next day after giving birth to his body, I went I went back to the mortician's house to try and get some pictures because I was completely like obviously very um, out of it. And oh. I went down to this dark room down in the basement and I was all alone there because the mortician was like, oh, sweetheart, I'm so sorry. Let me get it all prepared so you can do some grieving. And I just is in that dark room. It was literally like a scene out of the movie and I just had that moment. And I was like, I don't care what I do in this life. I have to figure out what we're doing here because I was looking at his body and I realized he's gone his bodies here were not these bodies, and that's what really sent me back on, re, you know, re taking off the veil again and really getting down into our true nature. So that was it.
0: Uh, oh, just like that. That was it. Just like that's that. that so it. intense. I cannot believe you had to deal with that. That is so emotional as a mother. That you were then. How come you didn't go in the other direction? Why didn't you turn out? There's so many people. I know I have clients. You have clients where some of those stories that they have is what turned them in the negative direction. Why did you choose to go positive versus negative versus anger versus lashing out on everybody else?
1: That's a great question. I've never been asked that before. Uh, You know, that's a really good question. I believe after I, you know, did my spiritual awakening and you go into re-experiencing and go back into past life experience. I remember specifically coming into this lifetime and saying, I don't want to do this again. It's too painful. And I made a decision then that I was going to figure it out. And I believe that each one of us on our spiritual track, sometimes we want, sometimes spirits, sometimes certain people want to experience a relative experience. They want to experience being a heroin addict in this lifetime. They need that relative experience. I truly believe that we have to experience all of it. And, and there's a time on your track when you really want to experience a a dark hell on earth. And sometimes you want to experience, uh, discovering, you know, and revealing your true self. And I, I, you know, is it a choice? Absolutely. It has to be We're consciousness. And it's always a, a why question is a God question. In my opinion, we, we can't really figure it out exactly. It's so, it's so beyond our logical thinking that I don't think we can really ever totally make sense out of it other than the power decision.
0: I get you. I totally understand that. I'm going to bring you back because I want to ask you, why do we do we? Okay, so this is a I two-part know, but question. I want
1: to know your your answer to this. I'm so fascinated what you think.
0: Oh, why we go through some of the things we no. go No,
1: why somebody, if they're going through that, why they would choose to go towards
0: oh, why would they choose
1: versus why oh. they would go towards, you know.
0: Okay, well, a couple of reasons. First of all, um, I believe that some of the souls down on Earth are as if they're starting kindergarten, and some of the souls have been here for a while, and it's as if they're starting their, um, their thesis or their doctorate oh. degrees. Okay, just like yourself, right? So we have different levels of understanding and choices. And I believe we keep coming back in order to keep evolving to the higher levels. But not everybody is starting in the same place at the same time. So sometimes we can so wait, c- wait, wait, wait. So go, does that, go ahead. Oh, I love but, this. But
1: does that mean then? then you believe in duality?
0: Okay. Now, okay. Now, hold on. (laughs) What do you mean by duality? That there is always a top and bottom, a good and bad, a high and low?
1: Meaning that there's more than one source. There's more than one pure consciousness. There's more than one. uh, Yeah, I mean, like, that we're divided. That there's a a different, like, somebody...
0: All right. That's that's the question that most people ask is, is um, and they talk about duality and they say everything is duality. If you're going to have good, you're going to have to have bad with it. It's just part of duality. It's the way spirit made it all. I don't believe that. I believe that it's we have the choice of what we want to experience. Do we want to experience good? Do we want to experience something hard and harsh like you were talking about? I don't believe that it automatically comes with it. However, as co-creators, I believe we can create a dual part of the universe. But because the universe is not random, in my in, in my perception, it's not random, right? So there is no Victimization, we can actually choose a path uh, of being copaesthetic, of everything being okay and everything just being amicable. I think some of the choices we make before we come down here, yes, is to advance us, is to grow, but I don't think we have to make all those choices.
1: Mm, I, love that. Love that? I don't believe that there's anything bad. I think it's all for our growth.
0: Oh, no, I know. I know. I, know. I, <laughs> I agree. I, I absolutely you're, you're you're absolutely right with the idea that there is nothing bad. However, there is suffering. And what I believe is the more we choose and allow ourselves to suffer, the further we pull away from our source of spirit, of God, of our divinity. Pain does not bring us back to source. It's it. It actually can hinder it. Um, I believe that we as beings and as magnificent as we are, of course, we can make lemonade out of lemons. But you know what? I'm sick and tired of the lemons. I would like iced tea for a change so we can stop throwing the lemons at ourselves. And I believe we don't need to have the lemons in order to become part of that one and and know who we are. Um, I think that it's free will and choice that lets us go through that and the thought that we need to. And and remember, some of these religions, okay, Buddhism, for example, we kind of think that it just sprung up. Right. Like some of the other ones. But every single religion formed for a case of survival and a case of I don't agree with what you're believing right now. So I'm going to separate and believe over here. When it came to Buddhism, we're talking about a time period where these people were suffering, they were hurting, they were being killed, they were being controlled by the emperors and and all of the other governments around them, right? And so in order for us to survive, we come up with theologies and philosophies to help us get through life. And so the concept of suffering, and it's okay to suffer because we come out on top when we do... I actually believe, was a coping skill.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I, I mean, look, there's there's chaos or there's harmony, period. and And yes. the truth prevails, which is harmony. So you can have as much chaos as you want, but truth will prevail always. And if you want to call that creating things like new religions or whatever that is, then so be it, whatever that is. But the truth always prevails, period. And suffering from, you know this, you work with, I mean, work, I work with clients all day long, one-on-one. And the only source of true suffering, other than, of course, if you're like being squashed by, you know, a car, or something like true mental suffering always comes down to wishing people places and things were different than they are. When we close that gap and accept people and places in life as it is, then we have choice again. I, you, I like the way you yeah. say that.
0: Yeah, I, like, I definitely like the way you say that. It is those choices. And you know what? You're right, because while I was a psychotherapist, there were some of my clients that wanted to remain depressed. They wanted to remain sure. with anxiety. And I would be asking them, okay, why do you want to do that? Why are you coming to me then to attempt to change it? Do you really want to change it? That's the number one question you have to ask yourself. And most of them were afraid to change it because they didn't know what the alternative would be. And they learned how to cope so much with their depression. Right. So they can keep the depression. But Lord knows if they're happy, they don't know how to maintain the happiness and they're always afraid of the other shoe dropping.
1: Yeah, I and, find that that's usually yeah. trauma work. We get into the trauma work and when you get yes. into the trauma, then you recognize what what identities and what commands and what limiting beliefs and so oftentimes people are just doing stuff but they don't even know why because it's so embedded in their subconscious that you've got to get in as you already know this to to neutralize those mental pictures and release those traumas so that they can get freed up for free will so yeah i mean look we all know what we're supposed to eat but we don't necessarily eat it right we all know what we should do for success but we don't necessarily do it um you know and trauma will have people self-sabotage have us limited feel limited. Not, you know, we won't be able to actually have a relationship because we are just, we, we get re, we get re stimulated and, and reactive and we don't know why it's all trauma. And you and I feel like if there's one thing I would wish for anybody out there and everybody on this planet is that they do their trauma work. That's it.
0: Now oh, that's, Fabulous. I, I know that's what I spent most of my life doing is my trauma work because I was completely tormented in my youth until the age of 17. So that's 17 years. And even before birth, I was tormented, um, which is really odd. I tell people say? that even in utero, you can be hurt. Yeah. And, and the beginning can happen there, depending upon um, what's going on in the outer world, what's going on with your mother who's carrying you and the father who's who's in the household. Is there anger? Is there happiness? Is there is there joy about the pregnancy? And my mother was so ill and was only wanting a girl. That's all she kept feeding into the universe is this is going to be a girl. This is going to be a girl. And when I came out on April Fool's Day, OK, no laughs from. OK, I said no laughs. I so listen to you. (laughs) that's okay I know my son was born on my birthday too but I was born on April Fool's Day and when um, the doctor removed me from my mother I had the umbilical cord around my neck and she couldn't see me right away he couldn't hand her over to me so he announced that I was a boy she kept saying no he's not it's a girl he's going no I can assure you by what I'm looking at right now he (laughs) is a boy and she's saying I know what this is this is an April Fool joke
1: Oh. When he
0: cut the umbilical cord, put me on her, on her stomach, she started to cry. And I know I picked that up then. And then she, of course, later on in life, used that against me. But that, but yes, there's torment and trauma. And we each have stories and some of them are more intense than mine for sure. And some less, but we each have that trauma to deal with. So I love that. I love that. So, so speaking about that. Speaking about that, I know you have different programs going on, and I hope I pronounced it correctly. If not, correct it's, me.
1: You can pronounce how it is. It's soul society. It's like two oh, words. Society. Soul. It's like soul society in one word, soul society. Soul society. society.
0: It, oh, I yeah. was making it French yeah. or Spanish. Well, it
1: is. You're actually probably seeing it correctly i probably don't say it. it's societe right if it's it's spelled like it's french with an e on the end societe yes and
0: the accent yes, mark that's yeah. it so tell us about that what is
1: that oh my gosh this is like my baby i'm birthing to the world right now i'm so excited of course as as you explained i'm the founder of Good morning, La Land. We come together, you know, Monday through Friday, and we, you know, have five to seven guests on, and we talk about positivity and inspiration, hear people's amazing stories. But the as, you know, as a New Thought minister, and which is really in alignment, the same lineage of unity, we my greatest, you know, passion is to teach truth and bring truth to the world. So Soul Society is a community. We're online and offline. We have events in LA, and we have ambassadors. We're launching all around the globe right now. But it's a membership to coming together as a spiritual community community and then also developing spiritual leaders. So I train um uh the ambassadors at there have a three hundred hour program and understand learning universal law, learning um you know metaphysics, learning subconscious reprogramming, becoming certified as coaches in that, and then also developing them in their business. So I take them to the eight pillars of business. So I'm, so I'm developing and birthing a bunch of spiritual leaders. I'm so excited, Vincent. You have no idea. It's amazing. We do everything at five-star hotels. We have events. It's very like, we're, we're kind of breaking the stereotypical, you know, spiritual world where you have to renounce things. And it's been so much fun. I cannot tell you our mission (laughs) is to awaken a billion people and we're committed to enlightenment, empowerment, and entrepreneurship. So, it's so, so fun.
0: I saw that a billion people and I'm going to tell you something there. Uh, obviously there's no coincidences. Um, I have just linked up and become uh, very close with Reverend Temple Hayes from first unity of St. Petersburg. Ah. Um, she is a new thought and a unity minister And she just created an institute, listen to this, very similar to yours, where instead of having to go through five years of training to become a new thought or unity uh, minister, she will help you become that in a year. Yep. And she will certify you to get people out. You're doing the exact same thing. And I keep coming across you people. And I love that. It's like where it, it, you know what? It, we've got a reunion going on over here. I have always asked Spirit to to keep reminding me of my work, keep me in the company of like-minded people and and those that are doing the same type of work because it helps to re-energize en- me and helps to re-empower me when I keep meeting others who want to do very similar things. And that's amazing. I, I you're you're incredible, and your personality and your energy, your energy. You see. I've always also told this now I I hope I am not going to offend any woman's movement, but we come down here even choosing the package that we decide to be in, whether it's male, whether it's female. it, It doesn't make a difference. We choose that for the experience we want. We even choose the looks. The one thing that I can say about you and the people that I've been working with like this, but especially about you I'm drawn to you. I can trust you because of your look, because of your eyes, because of your appearance, and because of the energy you give off. Um, Appearance, um, is visual, right? And the speed of light is faster than the speed of sound, and it's that way for a reason. Because we're very virtual humans and beings, we like what we see, and we can appreciate what we see. So I got to tell you, I I was, you know, saying it in. beginning than me but there is a reason for that you you just have um a trusting loving appearance that draws people to you i'm sure you get that all the time
1: thank you you know i you know it's like telling a fish you know what what water is we only know what we know and so it's not like we you know we don't really get to experience ourselves that's kind of the beautiful thing right And, and I just want to say thank you. And I really think that anybody out there listening right now, I think the takeaway for me with listening to this is that we're, we're going into a new place in spirituality. It's very exciting.
0: Yes, like, it is. Here we are on a I radio, want you to. Hold, right? I'm, going, I'm sorry, hon. I'm going to interrupt you. I want you to hold that thought because sure. we're coming into a commercial, and I want you to to repeat that because you're going to say something very profound. I know <laughs> it. You're incredible that way, and so we're coming across the half hour right now. Join us back right after the commercial break with Doctor aaron haskell who is amazingly profound and enlightening and um we're going to get more right after this commercial break so this is the stop stopping your show uh, stop stopping yourself and this is vincent jenner your host see you on the other side of the commercial thank you Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach around the world, we depend on the generosity of listeners like you. If you enjoy the programming please make your donation today by going to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate.
1: Thank you for your support.
0: Here's a Unity Mindful Moment with Catherine Ponder, taken from a classic talk called The Prosperous Truth, recorded at Unity of Austin in
1: 1991. God is extravagant supply. Get that, extravagant. God is extravagant supply. He brings forth the best robe. He spreads a banquet table, as we saw last night, with good things on which we may feast. He overflows our cup. He opens the windows of heaven and pours out a blessing. And then this is what that Unity Correspondence Course said. Why are you satisfied with such meager living when you may have so much?
0: To find out more about Unity teachings, visit
1: unity.org.
0: Here's a Unity Mindful Moment. Unity founder Charles Fillmore is quoted as saying, Here is a mental treatment guaranteed to cure every ill. Sit for half an hour every night and mentally forgive everyone against whom you have any ill will. The act of forgiveness is powerful medicine. Is there someone in your life that you can work on forgiving? Try this exercise tonight. To forgive is to set yourself free. Find out more about Unity at Unity.org.
1: Would you like to experience more peace and joy in your life through A Course in Miracles? Let Reverend Jennifer Hadley support you in discovering the powerful life lessons available through this unique spiritual thought system that teaches the way to love and peace is through forgiveness. Join Jennifer every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, to experience the healing for yourself on Unity Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna.
0: Welcome back to the Stop Stopping Yourself show. I'm your host, Vincent Jenna, and we are here with a very special guest the the creator and executive producer and host of Good Morning La La Land. And I want to make sure that we get these websites out there for people to see, because here's the greatest thing about Good Morning La La Land. It's streaming. Everybody from all over the world can wind up seeing this. Go to Good GoodMorningLaLaLand.com, and you will be able to watch the show live. It's on 9 a.m. Um, that's... East coast time. So are you on then? wait, what time are you on? No, I'm sorry. You're 9am Pacific time.
1: Yeah. And the best place for people to find us is probably facebook.com and just look up good morning law land. It's a great way to engage. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. That's great. And please give your website so that everybody can come and find out more about you and what you're doing.
1: Mm, I'd love that. So everything on my social handles, Facebook, Instagram, and my website is all TV, which is D-R-E-R-I-N.TV. And you can also go to SoulCiety.com, which is S-O-U-L-C-I-E-T-E.com.
0: So we were just getting into that. And so you're training all of these people and then they go out into the world to do their thing. Do they then get continued guidance? Like, how do they come back? How do they discuss issues, problems, all of those things?
1: Yeah, it's a great. We have actually a group coaching calls every single week. We're a full community, so we come together, um, depending on the level, one to three times a week online. And then we have right now. I'm doing monthly events in Los Angeles. A lot of the girls are getting trained and are launching events in their town. We've got ambassadors in UK, New York um, San Diego, Los Angeles, Vegas, back East, New York, all, all over the place. And by the end of this year, we'll be probably international with every, all over the place. So the point is, is that Yes, we need support system. It's not like you just get trained one time and you go out. they have a 300 hour program. They get trained in all the subconscious work, universal law, all the good metaphysics and they can't take it out as coaching. So some of them take on one-on-one coaching. Some of them take on events. Some of them want to be speakers. Some are writing books. Some are doing whatever, but it's so amazing because we're going in this new era. I mean, think about it. We used to have only certain churches, only certain dogma. Now the entrepreneurs are taking truth out to the world. It's the most beautiful, amazing thing. And we get to claim our birthright of prosperity. This thing called money is God also. And we get to have fun with it and play around. And the thing is that we transform the concept of sales into not about getting something, but into giving somebody their commitment to their own transformation. Sales are really about committing to themselves, about themselves stepping into like breaking through the limiting beliefs, transforming, taking on that, living that truth, fulfilling upon their dreams, doing everything they've ever wanted to do. It's such a fun time in history. I just, I love this time.
0: It it, it actually is. And it certainly gives us plenty of work to do, um, especially with what's going on in our history. Um, and so it's, same thing has been happening on my end with my clients. A majority of them are feeling inspired to help, inspired to get out there and do something and spiritual, not just they all want to become real estate agents, um, even though you could do that too, but they actually want to be healers and speakers and and um, coaches and all of these areas that, like you said, that we've been getting into and so need. Um, I find that interesting i find that interesting and i find it interesting for the people who are being called to that being called to that um so so here's what's really funny because i was told that my past life was so bad that i had to be a teacher in this life in order to learn what i didn't in my past life (laughs) and some of the best way of learning is by teaching And uh, 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 my minister friend said to me recently, this is, uh, I I think this quote comes from a book, but she never told me what book it comes from. But um, God doesn't call the qualified, God qualifies the called.
1: Mm, I love that.
0: Right? And so if you think about this for a moment and the work that you're doing with Soul Society Associates, (laughs) <laughs> I, I still oh, want to right. say um, it's I, like, it both ways. I like both ways. I, like I know, both. right? It's both ways. Um, what you're doing with that is it's as if you're being used by spirit or at least spirit feels you are good enough to be bringing people to and you are getting qualified as well as you're qualifying them to be able to go out there and do this work. So I, I think it's a fabulous. Uh, that's what I love. I love being trusted and used by spirit in the universe. Um, And and I, I work on doing it right all the time. So do you do all the teaching yourself or do you have others helping you?
1: No, we do it in group group form. So as ambassadors, we come together twice in retreats twice a year. Um, we're doing the first one uh, May 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th at Kimpton Lapeer Hotel, five-star hotel in, in West Hollywood. And then we come together in group coaching calls. And so I've uh, created all of the worksheets of the rundowns of all of the um, subconscious programming and then the eight pillars of business. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 21, and I became a self-made millionaire by the time I was 30. And then, you know, I just was obsessed with consciousness work and I began to do Greek oracle processes and getting trained in, of course, all the metaphysics and and the Bible and everything else and came up with what really is neutralizing and transforming the subconscious, all those works. So it's work that I've developed over the last 24 years. It's been, it's, this is my baby, birthing it to the Uh world.
0: I may be taking some of your courses myself (laughs) because I love the idea that you are a self-made millionaire. I have not been able to do that yet. And um, I do long for it, but I did want to talk about that because there's too many people that believe that since spirituality comes from God, source, spirit, Yahweh, whatever they want to call it out there, that it should be given away for free, that you should be healing for free. And the one thing that we learned as psychotherapists is that? And you were talking about that. You said it. People need to invest in themselves, and they need to know that they're worth spending money on. When I charge for readings, I want people to understand that they're investing in themselves. They're not just paying me; they're paying for themselves, their growth, their, their the the new information they're going to receive that helps their lives. So. That is all part of abundance, and I did love that. You spoke about that, too, the day I was on the show. Can you speak more about abundance and why it's okay and how to bring more of it into your life then?
1: I'd love that. You know, I first of all, I believe that the universe only knows abundance. That's the truth, that there's only these infinite, infinite equations and, and ways of innovating. So our birthright is abundance and prosperity, period, end of story. And I believe that, um, that money is simply a symbology. If you take a look at money, money's worthless. It's not backed by anything. It's, it's nothing. It's just an agreed upon exchange of energy. That's all money is. And so money is not about getting something. Money is about people being committed to their work. If it's like, if we say, you know, there's a reason why diamonds are worth a lot more than say, you know, pins, right? Because we can make an abundant amount of, of pins, there's only so many amount of diamonds or whatever we value. And it's the meaning that we put around the value it's. And, and it's so money is really an exchange. And so if you're really committed to somebody being committed to doing their inner work and committed to, you know, building their dreams and whatever, you know, they have to, they have to get committed. And how do you get committed? Sure. You could get committed without money, but they're going to get a lot more committed with money because that's our agreed upon exchange of energy. And I think that we have to get over that. That's like so old school. It's ridiculous, in my opinion, that money is God. Money is God, and because everything's God, and there's no there's abundance is is all of ours to be had. And and I'm so thankful to pay taxes. I'm so thankful to you know pay for things that people have spent a lot. I've spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars on my own consciousness work. Kid you not. I have wow. been doing this work for years. I have degrees. I've studied shamanism. I've worked doing uh, Oracle processes. I've been in every seminar, every conference. I mean, I have dedicated my life to this. If someone could come in and work with me for a year and download all this stuff that I've worked. Are you kidding? That's what it's a hundred thousand dollars to work with me one on one now. And I have no problem charging that whatsoever. And in group, it's like way, way, you know, a fraction of that. So it's worth every drop. I would pay it 10 times over if I had to begin at the beginning, if I could find somebody that could actually have worked through this process, a thousand percent.
0: Wow. Well, you just, you just dropped my jaw, um, for myself. Um, I've never, well, I've, I've looked at it somewhat like that. Um, but I, I, never really put a dollar amount on my worth and the experience and the work that I've been through that I'm sharing. I'm, I look at myself at times as only sharing in that moment. I work with them an hour. I'm only looking at my value of that hour that I'm sharing with them. But wow, what, what a different attitude you have, which is the reason probably you reached a million dollars at one point.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's a why a lot of us aren't driven by money. And for fact, rarely we have more than 99% of the population have on this planet. So it's not, we're not going to be, I'm not driven by the next, you know, getting a better house or getting a better car. That's not what drives me. What drives Mm -hmm. me is the potential that that we are it's like the very famous runner that ran the first five minute mile when he put that into the consciousness of all of our all of our culture then in two weeks somebody broke that record right so the point is is this is we're here to inspire i'm here to become the best version of myself i'm not here to win the rat race of materialism i'm here to experience the depths of my own soul and give myself fully to life and in giving myself fully to life i inspire another to become the, them, the highest expressed version of them. It's not be, about becoming a millionaire. It's not about any of that stuff because that's it doesn't even matter. What matters is are you fully expressed? And if you don't have financial freedom, you cannot experience full spiritual freedom. I'm sorry, but you can't. You're already the god and goddess that you are. If you're here in the relative way and part of our agreed upon exchange is through the dollar bill, then you oh. ha- and you it doesn't have to come to the dollar. You can have people give you gifts. You can have all kinds of things in exchange without the dollar bill. But if you don't have financial freedom, you cannot have you can't experience full spiritual freedom. You can't be fully. I love
0: that. I love that. know, Because that really holds back a lot of people, holds back a lot of people, um, not being able to have the money to do what they really want to do. So let me ask you then, and I don't know if you've been asked this before. I mean, you did mention all these wonderful accomplishments, all these things that you did, all the different degrees that you have um, and classes that you've taken. So how do you think you're doing so far on the scale of fulfilling your dream and purpose here?
1: Um can I say a zero and a hundred? meaning that I have only tapped into the such a minute amount of what I know is happening and who the potential of who I am. And at the same time, I am a 1000% fulfilled right now. If I died today and transitioned from this lifetime, I would not have one regret. I love mm. my life. I'm completely fulfilled and I'm completely living on, on my mission and purpose.
0: I I love that because I feel the same way. And um, it's really interesting because uh, certain things that I would desire and enjoy um, to continue getting me out there. Um, all the things that I would like to do. And sometimes people look at that and say, well, aren't you satisfied with what you're doing right now? And I'm like, wait a minute, this has nothing to do with being satisfied or content or happy. Um, Life is a candy store. And I decided to go into that candy store and the candy is so good in this store. And there's so much of it in all different types. I'm enjoying what I'm eating. And that makes me want to have more. It makes me want to go after more um, if, if it's here. Here for me, it doesn't mean that I'm unhappy with what I've got right now. It's so there's a different type of motivation. And you see it all the time out there. I remember um, the Boston Celtics when they won their championship um, and they were being the head coach was being interviewed, and he said, So what do you plan on doing now that um you've won the championship? And the first thing he said is, prepare for next year's championship. And I was like, wait a minute. okay. I mean, that's really nice that you can keep winning and winning and winning. But do you ever get to enjoy the fact that you won? Um, uh, Do you really take the time to sit back with that? That's a different motivation. And that's why those people who who do hit their first million, it's not enough because they need to have more because their eye isn't set On fulfilling themselves is they're trying to accomplish something to prove something in order to prove their value to prove their worth, and they never get to enjoy it. So when I want more, it's not because I don't enjoy what I already have. It's because I do who wants more of something you're not enjoying.
1: It's a great example is people in relationship. You know, we had a, a group coaching call yesterday. We do more of the mindfulness in the four realms of your life, money, career, relationships and love, health and vitality and creative expression. And yesterday it was on relationship. And, you know, <clears throat> a good example, excuse me, <clears throat> a good example is people that want relationship and they're not happy alone. <clears throat> they're never going to be able to manifest a good relationship. They need to be happy exactly where they are and fall in love with their life exactly where they are. Excuse me, I'm going to take a drink of water.
0: Go, go right ahead because that you're about ready to bring up another book that I love (laughs) that you've written here, which is part of that. But yes, you cannot love another until you love yourself.
1: Yeah. Like, can you, are you able to be a thousand percent in love with your life completely fulfilled? You, if you, if you can't get in that state alone, You're, you're, you inform your subconscious and you inform the universe with lack and the universe has to reflect back lack. If you want true love and true abundant and love, you have to be that you have to be so filled up in your own life. And I think we're so programmed. I know I was, I was totally codependent. My entire joy was contingent upon whether I was in a good relationship, not in a relationship. I'd be sad. I was a roller coaster up and down, whatever. Whatever. And, you know, all this work, whether it be money or whether it be in the realm of relationship and love, we have to feel that vibration. We have to live fulfilled. We have to be totally abundant in our mindset, grateful right here, right now. The universe can't give us more. It can't fulfill anything more that's not already there. It's impossible.
0: Right. And because we're manifestors, we manifest from our unconscious core beliefs. And if we did not have our emotional needs met when we were young, then we're constantly seeking them as adults. And instead of believing that we're already complete people. And instead of loving, like you said, who we are and believing we're lovable, we're constantly seeking others to complete us and to fulfill our emotional needs. And so when you are not believing that you are um, the best that there is out there, that you are um, unconditionally lovable, because the two most important things you do learn from your environment growing up is whether you're lovable and how to love yourself. And the how to love yourself can be either a positive or a negative way of treating yourself. Well, if you don't have that self-love, then what you're sending out into the universe is consciously saying, oh, I want a partner, I want a mate, I know that I I deserve um, love and I deserve happiness. But the, the little person inside of you is saying, yeah, no, that's not true. You're not good enough. You're not worthy of having love, and it's not going to work. And you wind up attracting that, and eventually the relationship is going to end. It's going to become sabotage because it's all about you and loving you. We're not with another person to complete ourselves. We share who we are because we're so wonderful. Uh, my wife and I have been together for 46 years, and I have learned more about myself being with her and being able. To share myself with her. Um, but we've been on that journey together about healing and working on ourselves. We just did it as a couple. And so, um, yes, falling in love with yourself is, is the most important thing because that's what's going to attract a lover to you. And you have something very similar, okay, um, that I want you to talk about is this book, A 40 Day Guide. Okay, to unleashing your spiritual powers, life purpose, and manifesting your dream. Um, so, isn't that also about fulfilling and and loving yourself in order to do that self work?
1: Yeah, the book is Awakening, and it's a forty day guide, and it was um, a culmination of. I didn't pl- ever plan on writing a book, but the book has become uh, gone really viral over in the UK and and became a bestseller, and um, it was just. All of the epiphanies that I'd had around doing my own work for so long and all the distinctions of when I was going through my doctorate of universal law and everything else. And, and that, look, there's, there's core things of awakening. Like you can actually break it down and find the common denomination and, and all, the, all the philosophies and all the religions. Truth is truth. And it comes down to clearing the soul, and that's the limiting beliefs and limiting identity. All of life is the reality, which is spirituality is the reality that everything comes from spirit. Spirit is first cause. You are spirit. You're the cause. You're the source. And we basically have to just get out of the way. It's a counterintuitive process. And it's delaying the consciousness of all limiting beliefs. All work is coming back to the true identity, the I am identity, the identity that is full power, full cause and one with everything. And when you do that work your entire life instantaneously, um, alters and the side effect is prosperity. The side effect is great relationships. The side effect is great health and so on and so forth. And so we just know the truth and that's the truth sets you free.
0: Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. And you just mentioned basically the four you also including vocation, the four areas of life that people are always asking me questions about um, health, finance, relationships and vocation and career. And so Awakening, then you would say, is a really good book. To get to start taking those steps. So when I say to people, you need to start believing in yourself, then a book like awakening is a real good place to start in order to have that happen. Would you say that?
1: Yeah, it breaks down the actual pro- – it's it's backed with that. great stories and things, but it breaks down the process. If you walk through it's really – um, I really wanted to write a manual of what – I wrote that for the little girl who I was at 22 years old with the stillborn in that cold, dark room with her dead baby's body. Mm-hmm. I wrote that book to say what would I give to that little girl if I could give her the answers of the universe and help her heal and end suffering and create a life that she loves beyond her wildest dreams that's the book I'd hand her. And that's what I wrote it for. It wasn't to become a bestseller. It was because I really wanted to put it into a succinct way that I hadn't found. I read so many books and there's so many profound books out there, but I wanted to write what I knew after my 24, 22 year journey at that point in time of what all the things that I'd learned, I wanted to put into a book and that's what I did.
0: And you did. And and I have to say, as Temple Hayes recently said when she was on my show, you were inspired to write that book. So you made an agreement. You agreed to write it. Then you allowed it to unfold. And then you let the things happen. It became a bestseller because you followed your own inspiration. And, and that's like I said to everybody. And what we said earlier is like when you start getting on the path Everything happens for you. You don't have to do everything. What was meant by God helps those who help themselves is the universe and you unfold everything that was planned for you, that you've planned, that, that you know is going to work out, is going to happen. Um, if you just get on that journey, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to have every single detail. You don't have to be perfect. I was talking about that earlier with um, um, one of my guests, is that even in your life today, you don't have to be this angel in order to, to manifest. We're not talking about that. We were just talking about the pains and hardships mm-hmm. that you even went through, right? And so, so in the last few minutes, we, well, I, I can't believe we're coming down to the end over here. I can talk with you forever. Uh-huh. Um, and, and we're going to have to get together again and talk some more, please. Um, but what what is the most important piece of advice you can give our listeners today um, so that they can have the journey that they deserve?
1: Mm-hmm. I would say they need to find a community. It's the number one thing, because this is not like you don't just go through one little enlightenment moment or read a book and your whole life's going to change. You need community. You need community that's going to hold you to the truth, that's going to keep bringing you back to principle and and doing the work. So whatever that be unity or working with you or working with society and me doesn't matter. It matters what, that you find a community that's living in truth and that can really hold you for your highest potential in consciousness. Also, I do uh, anyone's welcome to have my free PDF book that has 40 guided meditations and a master manifesting masterclass with it for free. If they you can send them the link or they can dm me on social media or whatever i'm happy to give that as a freebie for everybody i care oh, that's fabulous yeah.
0: mm-hmm. that's wonderful and once again how can people get in touch with you
1: i have a it's all dr Aaron. TV. i have an app a podcast everything's dr Aaron, just erin just e-r-i-n-d-r.e-r-i-n.t dot. i am sorry the handle is dr erin.tv d-r-e-r-i-n.tv and my podcast app with 30 free guided meditations and everything is all Dr. Aaron or soul society. So it's all the same names across the board.
0: Wow. Well, thank you so much for joining me here on the Stop Stopping Yourself show. Um, You've heard brilliance today out there, and just understand that you can get a piece of that brilliance and become um, an ambassador and work with Dr. Aaron. So please check that all out, and just know that the journey you're on—it's going to have its ups and downs. It's going to have its 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 blockages. It's going to have its detours. But the whole point of it is that you're doing it, that you're making the choice to take the journey. It's more about the journey than it is even the ending. Would you agree with that? The journey is what matters and the choices you make on that journey. What would you say, Dr. Aaron?
1: It's eternal. It's always growth. Growth, growth, growth. has to be the journey.
0: Well, and I can absolutely hear that you've done a lot of growing. Thank you again for joining us. And and taking your time out. And I know you're going to keep doing amazing work out there. You mm-hmm. already have. Um, thank you, listeners, for joining both of us today on the Stop Stopping Yourself Show. I will see you next week. Next week, we also have another guest on, but we're going to the other end of the spectrum with Jason Ellis, who is a DJ host on Sirius XM and um, hip hop rock and roller, all um, time skateboarder so join us next week on the stop stopping yourself show i'm your host vincent jenna remember to listen to any of the unity online radio broadcasts and go to good morning la la land because it's not just a musical it's a fabulous enlightening show with beautiful people on it and you're going to have a great time watching it thank you again dr Aaron. thank you so much absolutely bye-bye now
1: Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show.
1: exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.